As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The body does change through giving birth. Your bones and your pelvis will actually go wider. We have wider hips, and sometimes it doesn't really come back. Yeah. So that's why we can't fit in our jeans. I'm Allie Wolf, an Emmy-winning journalist and mom. I love interviewing women and experts who inspire us to create fulfilling lives and careers while embracing the messy and beautiful reality of being a mom. This is the Mom's Calling Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Mom's Calling. I want to know how many times have you heard bounce back after baby. I'm guessing probably a lot. And I don't know about you, but it really irks me. I don't like that phrase because we do not want to go backwards after having a baby. Who wants to go backwards in life? We're moving forward and I'm sorry, but our bodies are not going back either. We're going to change. We're going to evolve, but that can also be a good thing. We can get stronger, more fit, and more confident. And that is just part of what this episode is about today. Whether Whether you're pregnant now or you had a baby six months or six years ago, it's really a fascinating conversation about postpartum and what the body goes through and also how we can regain control of our bodies, heal and get fit at any stage, postpartum or beyond. My guest today is Julie Leonard, pre and postnatal corrective exercise specialist. She's an exercise physiologist and a mom of three small children. She's also a wife and the founder of Strong Body, Strong Mama, where she coaches moms to be mentally and physically fit for birth, to achieve positive birth experiences and easier postpartum recoveries. She specializes in coaching parent and postpartum moms with a focus on core and pelvic health. She has a master's degree in exercise science. And while Julie does a lot of work with pregnancy, this conversation is all about postpartum and mom life being fit, feeling good as a mom. Throughout this conversation, I actually learned so much about what happened to me after having a baby, even though I'm no longer in the postpartum phase. So this is really a great education on what happens to our body, how we recover and how we can get stronger. Julie told me she feels stronger than she ever has in her life at age 38 after having all three kids. That's an inspiration. And I hope you learn a lot and get inspired from this episode. Enjoy. 
Julie, welcome to Mom's Calling. I have so many questions for you on postpartum, so I'm really excited to dive into this topic today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. Well, let's start with sort of your career journey. Take us through, you know, what your career looked like from the beginning up to where you are today. So I started my career uh, in my 20s as an exercise physiologist. So I used to go doctor's offices and do heart and lung testing. Um, I was behind the computers a lot analyzing data. I was very much at a desk job, really the behind the scenes. And I was really missing that interactions with people. I always love working with people. I had a background in uh, personal training. So I decided to quit my job and that I was going to be a personal trainer. That's really where my passion was at. And I did that for a couple of months and I was going very well. I was growing and then I got pregnant. <laughs> um, it just sort of changed the whole trajectory of my career after that. So long story short, after having my first kid, I had a very, very difficult postpartum period. Um, very traumatic birth that just left me sort of broken. I was very anxious, very overwhelmed, and I was really lost. And so I just did not have the capacity at the time to just continue my business. So I stopped. And I decided then that I was just going to be a stay-at-home mom. Julie went on to have kids back-to-back three and four years. While staying home with her kids, she realized there was something missing. I needed something for me. And she knew what she needed to do. I just need to work in the prenatal and postnatal field. It just makes sense. She got certifications in pre- and postnatal fitness. After that, I started my business and it grew. That's incredible. I love how motherhood became part of your journey and how it sort of evolved very naturally. And I think it can be very hard to navigate your career and pivoting after having children. But I think it's great how you were able to embrace motherhood and then take your experience and help other women. So I want to get into a little bit about what is actually going on with our bodies after having babies, because I think whether you're pregnant or you had children years ago, we can see our bodies from the outside, but it's hard to know what's actually happening. So talk to us a little about that postpartum recovery and like how women can think about their bodies after they give birth, because I think there is a big pressure to just go work out and get back in shape. But, you know, how can understanding what's happening inside you know, help us be a little, maybe more gracious on ourselves. Right, right. I always say I'm not a big fan of the whole bounce back mentality mm-hmm. because of all the changes that we go through. So we need to understand that through nine months of pregnancy, our abdominal wall, our ab muscles, they get stretched right to the max because that's a normal, that's a beautiful thing. That's normal so that baby can grow inside of us. So the fact that our abs are so stretched, that's going to impact our core function. And then when you think about it, we have added pressure on the pelvic floor, which is at the bottom of the pelvis okay, during the, the whole thing, the whole nine months. So it really doesn't matter how you give birth, C-section, natural birth, if it, it doesn't matter. Everybody should spend time rehabbing in postpartum because of these two factors alone. And there's so many more but really these two main factors that your abs were stretched. So your muscles don't do their job like they used to. And the added pressure on the pelvic floor makes these muscles probably more weak. Sometimes there's also tension. And then you add on top of it, maybe you had tearing, maybe you had a C-section. Now you have this incision that goes through your belly. So there's all these factors that we need to consider. Um, So 
yeah, again, I really want to emphasize the importance of taking the time to rehab the body before we jump back into those regular activities. Even if doctor is saying you're six weeks postpartum, you look good, everything is good, go ahead. I think it's important that to consider that we, we don't, we can't jump from nothing to everything. So let's say you have a knee surgery or an ankle sprain, mm -hmm. you will have a rehab protocol. You will have to go through certain phases of rehab in order to get back to playing soccer or whatever else you want to do. Why don't we have protocols for moms going through nine months, nine months of changes, giving birth, which is trauma, you know, to the pelvic floor or trauma to the abdominal wall through a cesarean birth. And we have no protocol here in the U.S., yeah. So, I think that's crazy when you think about it, because any woman who's given birth knows it's like you get that six week appointment and it's almost this impression that you get the green light and then boom, you can go do your normal exercises. But do you think that all women are ready to do that? Or is this just sort of a general arbitrary thing that works for most? I mean, how should we think about that? if we're right. not getting the proper messaging from our doctors? Because I know for me, it was a very quick visit. It's like, oh, you're good. So no, I don't think that everybody is ready to jump into everything uh, at six weeks. Actually, I would, I would even say that nobody is really. Um, I think what doctors, providers look at is, is your tear healing well? Yes. Is your C-section incision healing well? Yes. Everything looks okay down there. Therefore, you're okay. But what we need to know and understand is that tissue healing takes way more than six weeks. That can take weeks, months, even a year to return to the original or um, integrity or tensile strength of the tissues. So it doesn't make sense to jump back into everything you were doing prior without some strengthening. There was some disconnection between the brain and the muscles, and we need to reestablish that by doing some reading, some um, gentle reconnection work, and then strengthening the core, and then strengthening the whole body. And then if we talk about, you know, high impact exercise, like running, which is such a, it's a high impact single leg activity, which is probably one of the most common exercise that moms will go do at six weeks. And it's, it's just so much impact on the body and the pelvic floor, we need to strengthen first so that we can set up ourselves for better, you know, return to activity. So we don't deal with as many injuries or create pelvic floor issues uh, down the road as well. When a woman feels ready um, and feels that she's, you know, ready to start integrating some exercises, are there a couple exercises or things that can be done that work for everyone? Or does this depend on your previous fitness level and what your body is used to? So how do you recommend women proceed after they feel ready to start integrating exercise? Yeah. So I really think everybody should start again with the breeding and the reconnection work, no matter what even if you were a runner prior to pregnancy or during pregnancy, even if you're a CrossFit athlete, it really does not matter. We all went through this process. You might move through the rehab process quicker, but I do believe that when you're ready and that, by the way, can start before six weeks. I'm talking like gentle breathing, <laughs> mobility. Again, it doesn't make sense to go from nothing to everything. We're told don't lift anything more than 10 pounds and rest up. And now you're six weeks, go ahead, go running. 
Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So do some breathing exercises. Do you have any that you like? Can we find them online? Where do you learn how to do these breathing exercises? Cause I would not know where to start. Sure. Yeah. I have ton uh, of content on Instagram. Um, I have free resources that people can look up as well in my Instagram okay. bio. So yeah, definitely definitely breathing, gentle core activation, the deepest layer of our abs. Um, so I obviously I can't show you these exercises right now, right. but I think if they can go and grab one of my free resource that explained that very well. Perfect. And then when they're ready to start, I mean, what kind of motions are good to get started to integrate some movement? If somebody's eager to start moving, cause I know for me, like I was eager to start getting that feeling of exercising, but it's hard to know what to, what to start with. Sure. So like I said, breathing, core rehab, and mobility. Mm -hmm. So moving through movements like thoracic mobility, pelvis mobility, things to make you feel good and then start walking. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not talking about like 5k, I'm talking like short distances and you build up over time. So your pelvic floor can handle even walking. Yeah. Um, and then I, I really believe in strength training. And I think as mothers, we need strength you know, have you ever mm -hmm. lifted like a double jogging stroller into the trunk of a minivan? That's hard. <laughs> you yes. Know? Grabbing, you know, you're holding one kid on one hand, uh, grabbing the car seat on the other. We need strength. So working on that core strength and whole body strength, uh, starting with maybe more simple exercises that I like to use references. So what I mean by that, using the wall, using the ground anything to help you stack your body in a better position because alignment can be important. So when my ribs are over my pelvis, my core and pelvic floor will function better. Okay. So that's really one of the first thing I would say is finding that stack position using the wall, like a squat on the wall or laying on the ground, doing some chest press where my body can be in a better stack position so that my core and pelvic floor do their job. That makes sense. Okay. I want to get into, you talked a little bit about ab separation. I know it's diastasis recti. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but you hear about this. Can you explain what this is and does this go away on its own? Does every woman experience it? I mean, take us through what it is and what can be done. Sure. So diastasis recti, you said it right. Mm -hmm. So that is a completely normal part of pregnancy. So every woman that carries full term will have some sort of separation. And what that means is that you have two sets of muscles of ab muscles on the outer layer. So your rectus abdominis muscles, there's one on the right, one on the left. In the middle, this connective tissue that is connecting both sides, that connective tissue gets stretched and thinned out as you grow a, a baby in your belly that is normal because it's helping you grow that baby, right? Um, so what happens is that in the postpartum period, if the tissue doesn't regain that integrity and that strength, then that can lead to problems with core weakness. Sometimes moms don't feel as strong or supported and can lead to other issues. So we definitely want to address it in postpartum. Not everybody will be dealing with the separation at you know, six, eight weeks postpartum. I believe the stat is 30 to 33% of women still have a separation at eight weeks postpartum. So that's when we want to start addressing it. And it's really not just about the gap there. It's really about the integrity of the tissue. So 
how deep can I dig in the space? And do I feel like there's tension in this tissue? And if there's not, then we need to work on regaining that tension so that the, the load, you can transfer load from the right to the left. If you don't have that tension, you cannot transfer the load. If that makes okay, sense. Okay. So for some women, it's going to go away on its own and yeah. repair on its own, but yeah. others, you might need to start doing some sort of exercises. Does it go away on its own for everyone? Or do some women need to do something or else it will never go away? Exactly. Some women, yeah. it won't get better if they don't strengthen. Okay. That, that is, it's, it's not magically going to regain strength or integrity in the tissues unless you load the body. And that's why strength training is so important. Right. In order to make changes, you need to load the tissues. Otherwise, they won't change. So if we stay with safe, you know, exercises on your back forever, that's not going to help you. That's why I keep saying we need to get up. We need to start lifting some weights and we need to use more than five pounds. Like we need to start loading gradually and learn how to manage the pressure inside our abdomen. That's really key. Yeah. I think a lot of us women are weary of lifting heavy weights and I see you post videos and you've got the big barbell and you're doing it. And so, I mean, what can you say to women who feel like I don't want to have bulky muscles, so I don't want to lift heavy weights. And that's a, that's a fallacy, right? Oh yeah. That's not true. You are not going to get bulky. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am definitely not bulky. <laughs> I think that once you have an open mind and you truly give it a try and you will feel, you will feel so empowered. I think it is so empowering to be able to lift heavier weights, feel athletic and powerful and really using the strength training, not just to lift heavy weights, but to do it intentionally. I don't know about you, but winter is taking its toll on my skin and no one wants to feel dry and dehydrated. But I have a solution for you. The Way Melrose Place Body Cream will quench your thirsty skin and leave it feeling silky smooth. That is what we want. High quality nourishing ingredients will provide hydration that'll prevent dry and icky skin this winter and really all year long. Experience the new Way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to theway.com, that's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, and use code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That is 15% off your whole order at theway.com, and use the code BELIEVE. And then I wanted to get to one other thing that you sort of mentioned, and I know you post about this is leaking and women kind of make a joke and you see this of like, haha, I laugh and I pee a little because I've had a baby. I know that it's kind of normalized and a lot of people want to normalize these things, but is that normal? And can women who are experiencing that post-birth eliminate that and make it go away? And so they don't pee when they laugh. <laughs> yeah, that is it's not normal. Um, it is common, mm -hmm. but definitely not normal. And I think, yes, you're right. We have normalized it and yeah. that drives me nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it can go away. Um, sometimes it's not that complicated. It's just about, again, learning about the core pelvic floor, how your body works a little bit, how to manage pressure, do you, are you someone that carry tension in your pelvic floor? Do you need to release some tension? All these things can help. 
um, it, it's really, it's not that complicated. So definitely you do not have to live with this. There's help out there. There's people like me that are trained in pelvic health. There's also pelvic floor therapists that are really, really helpful for this. Um, so please, if, if you're struggling, you don't have to live this way. And the thing is, as we get older, it can actually get worse, especially when you hit menopause. Yeah. So I have two questions that came to mind first. So just basics is, does this mean that you have a weak pelvic floor if you, or what does it mean? Like what's going on there? There's so many things here. <laughs> Obviously the pelvic floor doesn't work in isolation. The pelvic okay. floor is part of the core system. So okay. the issue could be coming from anywhere. <laughs> the core system is, you know, includes your diaphragm. It includes your, your abs your back muscles, and then the bottom is the pelvic floor. So as far as your question about, do you, are you leaking because you're weak? That's not always the case. That is also a myth. Sometimes, like I said, people can have tension. So more of a hypertonic pelvic floor, and that can lead to leaking as well. So it could be weakness. It could be tightness. It could be a coronation issue. It could mm. be a pressure management issue. It could be coming from somewhere else in the core, if the other players are not doing your job, it's going to affect the pelvic floor. So it's a little bit more complicated, but it <laughs> yeah, I figured like everything's interconnected. So, but is, I mean, doing these strength training exercises, like the same thing that's going to help with your diastasis recti might help with the leaking issue too, or it's a case by case basis. What's it, the, yeah, it definitely would help. Uh, yes. They kind of go hand in hand but yeah. also getting assessed by a pelvic floor therapist that would be able to tell you your personal situation. Are you on the weaker side? Do you need to strengthen? Do you have tension? And then you can incorporate that into your strength and your workouts. Okay. So helpful. So good to know. I mean, this is like, I had a baby almost a year and a half ago and I don't know this. And I think most women don't. Um, one other question about that. So what if a woman has given birth years ago, or maybe over a year, can these things be remedied later? Or is it sort of like you have to kind of address in postpartum? You, yeah, you can address this years down the road. It's, it's, I see moms eight, 10 plus years down the road and are making amazing progress. It's never too late. Obviously I do believe that it's better if we can address it earlier on, but it's never too late. I just, I'm trying to get the message out there so that mom's take care of this right away. So they don't have to live all these years with, you know, leakage or embarrassment and all these things. Right. Okay. So good. So such good stuff there. So just kind of to sum this up, I think that we talked a little bit about that kind of quote of like, get your body back. Do you think that we should think about getting our bodies back or kind of recovering? Cause I, I think that you can be stronger after having a baby. So First, I guess, is it possible to get to the same fitness level? What's a reasonable amount of time? And how can we think about if we really want to be strong and fit again, but we don't want to put this pressure of, I need to look like I did, or I need to be as fit as I was before. So how do we think about that when we want to be gentle, but we also just, you know, we want to feel good and, and look good too. Right. I totally get that. And I think- yeah we need to give ourselves grace. The first year postpartum is tough. And it, in my opinion, it's just not the time then to think about getting your body back. Right. And right. I don't even like 
the term getting your body back. I know I don't I, either. I just feel like <laughs> it's such a common term that I can't help right. but use it. So I think more moving, like let's move forward. Like my body is better now than it was prior to kids. And that's because I've allowed myself to be postpartum. I've allowed myself to recover. And to be honest, I didn't focus on my fitness in the early years. And just now at five years postpartum after three kids, finally, I'm in a spot where I can focus on my strength training and I feel good. And I feel stronger at 38 than I did in my twenties. And I was a high level athlete, you know, and I feel better today. So it's totally possible. Does my body look the same that it did before? Absolutely not. And I'm okay with it. My body changed through pregnancy and birth. The body does change through giving birth. Like your bones and your pelvis will actually go wider. We have wider hip and sometimes it doesn't really come back. So that's why we can't fit in our jeans, you know, that we used to wear uh, in college or whatever. I think that, yes, we can find strength again and we can sort of find our bodies back, but in a different way, in a better way, in my opinion. Yeah. I love that message. And I love that you, you know, it's inspiring to hear that your body is stronger and you feel so great because I think when you're early on, you're so tired. And I bet with how many kids you had so close together, I mean, it's like, you can't get your sleep. How can you think about working out and being in your best physical fitness if you're not getting those basic needs met? So I think I love the message of just kind of giving yourself the time. You know, I think it's easier when you're younger and maybe in your late twenties to be fit and it comes naturally when you're younger, but you have to work harder. But I think it is beneficial um, if you do it in your 30s too. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all of the threats you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system, or to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all of the threats you face today on the internet, and plans start at under $4 a month. PN you can get. Exclusive NordVPN deal, go to nordvpn.com slash believe the most servers and next gen encryption to make sure everything you do online stays secure. VPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. One additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. $4 a month. Prior to the interview, you said it's okay to not feel okay in postpartum. And I think just going back to that pressure that we put on ourselves, um, I'm curious how you were able to find yourself again. And you put all those years into your children. How did you start transitioning to find that time for yourself and grow your business after having your children? I think it's something a lot of us moms struggle with and how we're going to get that piece of ourselves back that we maybe don't focus on for so many years. Yeah, that's a great question. Like I said earlier, I, I needed something for me. I needed something, some passion because I didn't feel good. And even though I had taken care of, you know, everybody else for the last couple of years, I feel like I needed to take care of me. And that had to start in whatever ways, whatever amount of time that I had. And it wasn't much in the beginning. It was during nap time or evenings. 
And to be honest, I had to sacrifice some things, but to me, it was not really a sacrifice because I love doing what I do so much, but I don't watch TV. <laughs> like I just don't. So I had more time to work on my business. My husband has been a very, very supportive person in this too. So him allowing me, you know, to have some time to myself to work on these things. And he's been helping me behind the scene as well, which is awesome. Um, so again, it started during nap time and now my kids don't nap anymore. And I have two out of three that are in full-time school. So I have a little bit more time. And to be honest, I, I don't work more than like, 20 hours a week. I just don't because I'm still being a mom. I'm still being a mom to my five-year-old at home half days. So I just do what I can to fit it in during the day. And it's really all about, and I'm still learning, <laughs> trying to manage my time as best I can, uh, trying to block time on my calendar, being very specific, saying no to things that just don't serve me and things yeah. that are not, you know, our priority right now. And sometimes it's hard to say no, but I think it's very important to, to set boundaries. Um, so I hope that answered your question. Yeah, no, that absolutely does. And then I want to talk a little bit about your business because you, I think you do a great job on Instagram of sharing valuable information, but in a fun way. So how essential has that been, has social media been in building, it's almost like you're building a personal brand for your business and um, everybody that you help. So I'd love to hear how you think about, I guess it's sort of the marketing side of it and the business side of it. Um, yeah. How did you kind of figure that all out? Cause that part is kind of tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I figured it out on my own um, yeah. by doing research and whatnot, but yes, I am all about authenticity and sharing information, I truly have this deep passion to share the education so that moms can have better experience. So it really comes from, I guess, my heart. That sounds cliche, but that's where it comes from. I have no problem sharing what I, you know, as much information as I do, because I know it can truly make a difference. I truly believe that the information that I put out there will change people's lives. Mm -hmm. And so I enjoy Instagram. I enjoy creating reels and I try to make it a little bit fun. Um, and I always try to pr provide value and educate in some ways. Yeah, no, your reels are really fun. And I think that a lot of women who I've spoken to who want to start businesses are afraid to put their faces out there. And I think it's great how you do it. I think people should go look at your Instagram for kind of some inspiration because I think like even myself, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily feel natural doing that, but I think that people love it. And it's a great way to connect and share your expertise. With that, I want to get into some of the fun questions at the end, your best and worst advice. Yes. So best advice. I remember this day when I had a friend who told me she had older kids and she said, Julie, just remember this one thing. When your kids are not of napping age anymore, just make them do some quiet time, some you know, rest time in, in their rooms for like an hour every single day. And I thought it was kind of silly at the time, but now I swear by it. And I tell everybody about it because my kids are nine, seven and five, and we still do this. And that's not selfish. Like it's a way for all of us to get a little bit of a break. Mm -hmm. I can take a breather. I can do something for me because you know what? Self-care is important. And yes. they also can, you know, learn how to be by themselves for an hour, play quietly. They read books, they listen to audiobooks, listen to music, whatever. And then we come back and we're just better. We're just better together. So I guess that would be my, my, uh, 
the best advice. That That's so good. I'm taking that for sure. I'm not at that stage <laughs> yet, but I will be doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess the worst advice I would say is we talked about this a little bit, but how, you know, leaking is just part of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a normal thing after giving birth. I think that is a terrible, terrible thing to say. We need to stop spreading this message and just instead tell women that it is common, but there's help and you don't have to live forever like this. There's definitely yeah. help out there. Perfect. Okay. You kind of mentioned that hour that you get to yourself when your kids are having their quiet time. What is your favorite self-care? I mean, I imagine you like to exercise, but what do you like to do for yourself to recharge? Yeah. So I, I am known to take really long, hot Epsom salt, salt baths. So nice. I, I just love the water and I can just sit in a bathtub for an hour and relax. Um, if I have the opportunity to be outside the house by myself, I really like to be in nature. I like walking really. Um, but especially being in the woods, you know, fresh air, wind, whatever. I, I just love being out there. I find it very calming and refreshing and just getting some movement in. So that those are really my go-to. And of course, yes, working out in my garage um, really energizes me. Awesome. Now for a question from my previous guest. What is your biggest struggle when it comes to being a business owner and mom at the same time? Like what's your balance struggle? My biggest struggle is definitely the time management that I mentioned earlier. I am definitely working on this right now, uh, but going from being mom to being business owner and juggling between the two, I'm finding out now that we can't wear multiple hats at the same time. And I really need to sort of separate these two things and really block the time where I can only focus on my business without distractions. And then I can go and be like mom and be fully present. I think it's my biggest struggle because I, I want to be present with my kids, right? I, mm-hmm. I want to be there with them and not think about my business all the time. So really finding like how to block time and really finding distraction-free time that I can focus on my business. And then when it's done, it's done. And then I can go and be mom. Perfect. No, that is such a difficult thing. Okay. So now just at the end here, I want to give you the opportunity to share your resources. Where can people learn more about things like diastasis recti and their pelvic floor, all of that. And then where people can find you online and social media and everything like that. Sure. So people can find me Instagram, TikTok, um, at Strong Body, Strong Mama. Uh, I have a lot of information on my website, actually, too. I have a lot of blog posts with information about diastasis and pelvic floor. So they can go learn there. And my free resources are on my website as well. So www.strongbodystrongmama.com. Um, and I also have uh, my online program. So I have three online programs, one pregnancy, one early postpartum, and then a return to running program as well. And if they're interested in working one-on-one, they can always uh, reach out to me by email or on Instagram. Perfect. So you do virtual one-on-one and then what you mentioned, those are online courses. Yes. So the online course that yeah, the three different online courses, they're all do it yourself, self-paced, they get lifetime access. And I've poured, you know, sweat and tears into these programs. They really, they are more than fitness programs. They have the education piece that I Mm -hmm. think is crucial for moms to learn about their body so they can make really truly make changes. 
Okay. Amazing. I love it. And I encourage people to go to your Instagram and learn from those reels. And I think it's great. You have so many resources just through you. So that's perfect. Um, okay. Well, I think that does it. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for I listening. Learned if you have so any much, questions, concerns, or suggestions, well, so I want to hear from you. You're welcome. Send me an thank email to momscallingpod at gmail.com. If you like the show, be sure to rate and review this podcast. See you next week for another episode of Mom's Calling on the Believe Network. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.